Hey sis, so before we get into this week's episode, I just want to remind you as a quick disclaimer that although I love talking to you all about mental health, this podcast does not replace actually seeking mental health counseling. If you or someone you know is experiencing a mental health crisis or experiencing debilitating mental health issues, please go seek a therapist. There are tons of resources on Google where you can find a therapist and there are so many options out there for you if you are seeking therapy. Again, this podcast does not replace mental health counseling. And although I love to share, please go seek counseling for yourself individually so that you can start seeking the help and healing that you need. I hope you have a good one. And now let's get into this week's episode of the show. The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to listening to the Therapy is a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to another episode of the show. Hey, my sisters, I am so glad to be back in front of the microphone with y'all this week. Y'all, no lie, I am recording really late. (laughs) I am prepping for my class on Thursday, and we had a long weekend. I, I I will tell you, if you live in the South, we don't prepare for the cold. And so what that means is I mommied. And I always, I was having a conversation with um, a girl that I'm actually going to be on her podcast. So we were talking about this and she gave the perfect language to describe it. And she said, when I'm mommy, I'm mommying. And when I'm working, I'm working. And I feel like that is me whenever I have Elijah or even on the weekends, like it's really hard for me to just feel um, okay, sometimes with breaking away to go have that uh, specific work time, which is usually why on the weekends, I never really do a lot of work. So what that means is y'all getting a podcast um, a little late today, but that's okay. Better late than never. But I'm super excited to be um, talking you with you all this week. You all have been loving the podcast um, over the last month and it has been making me really, really happy just to see a lot of new listeners and my numbers go up um that's always really exciting to me because that means it it's impacting you and it's helpful and so I'm back with another episode today and we're going to be talking about balance and I'm going to be having a little quick story time along with this because I want to um just share with you all the reality I believe of what balance looks like and I'll talk about it for myself because I feel like it goes in spurts and I was really thinking about this episode because I wanted to talk about the emotional pull that can it can have on balance finding balance understanding balance for yourself and what that really looks like and so I'm going to be going to this more in detail um on my class on Thursday if you are not registered my class is Thursday February 10th if you are not signed up sis go ahead and sign up Um, There are a couple of seats left and I would be really, really excited to see you and talk to you and just share with you all of this good, good tea that I want to spill. 
But I'm going to be talking about um, in my first point, one of the things that I believe impacts us as women when it comes to time management, self-sabotage, procrastination, but really, really balanced. Um, And that is lifestyle. So I will go into way more detail about that on Thursday. So if you are not signed up, please go ahead and sign up. The link will be in the show notes or you can go to B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash show up sis and you'll be able to sign up completely free. We will be kicking off everything at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on February 10th. And if you missed the class, if you're a little late bird, that's okay. I will have a link for the um, class in the show notes so you can watch it free on YouTube. But I will only be having the free class up for a limited amount of time. So you really want to get in before the um, registration closes so you can get the full class live and direct with me. So Let's get into the episode and talk about balance. So my personal view of balance has evolved over the years um, from transitioning to a single person, to being married, to then having children or a child. Um, Balance looks different now. Um, I think I have so much more sympathy and empathy, really I should say empathy, for moms when it comes to the way I view time back in the day because I think learning to balance a kid in your life let alone multiple kids takes some maneuvering it takes some advocate advocating for yourself it takes a lot of just understanding the importance of your own mental health and I think when we think about balance and really tying it to time management it has a lot to do with an array of different things so I have five points today that we're going to talk through that I think I'll give you just a little bit of an idea into balance and how you can begin to start creating balance in your life. But again, this is very personalized. So I'll say this is a disclaimer that this is very, very personalized to each and every person. So I don't want you to feel as though that is a... Rosalind is just basically the one that's giving me the tea on balance. Like you have to really define that for yourself. So first point is lifestyle and how this looks different for everybody. So if I can give a brief, brief, because I'll, like I said, go into way more detail about this on Thursday. Lifestyle is essentially what your life looks like, whether you're in school, working full time, in grad school, have multiple kids, married, managing a household, not managing a household, maybe living at home with your parents. Your lifestyle is what your life looks like. And again, this is different for everybody. And I talk to my clients a lot about lifestyle. It's one of the main things I think impacts us is we compare our life to other people a lot that we don't have a grab. We don't really grab hold to what's important to us, our values and what our lifestyle really is can be set up like. And so for me, having one kid and a husband, um, I don't work a traditional nine to five. I do work nine to five at home. However, my son is in daycare, so I'm privileged with the freedom of being able to have time where that may look differently for somebody else who may work a traditional nine to five where they have to go somewhere and they actually have to be someplace and have to drop their kids off and come home and cook and like all of these different things. And so I bring lifestyle into the mix of this because balance may look different based on what your level of responsibilities are. 
And so I want you all to start thinking about when we're talking about balance, really look into what do you actually have on your plate? What are the things that you have to that are required of you on a daily basis? And think about why that's so important, because that goes into how you are able to manage the things around you. And if you have a lot of things, then you may have a limited amount of time. And so your lifestyle might look different from someone who has the freedom of time. And so it's so easy to compare ourselves to any and everybody else when everybody's responsibilities look different. And so thinking about that is really, really important. The second reason is to change your perspective on capacity. So along with lifestyle, thinking about capacity, what is your actual capacity to hold a lot of the things that you have? So for example, I give this visual example all the time, but if I have a cup, let's just say it's 32 ounces, then I have another cup that's eight ounces. Most of us have the expectation of ourselves that we are the 32 ounce cup, that we can do any and all, and that we fill ourselves up with all of these responsibilities and or things that are on our plates, or we actually are just really busy and we have those things on our plates to do, or we just have these super high expectations for ourselves that we really only have the capacity to hold around eight ounces, quote unquote, in a visual sense of, of, of things to do. And so I give that example because for Roslyn, I realized for myself, and I've just kind of come to terms with this, that I have to really work on my emotional bandwidth because I realize I lead with my emotions a lot. I am a feelings person. I'm not really a person that can just kind of let things go. Sometimes I react in emotion and I really have to work on dealing with the emotions first before I do things because I get agitated really quickly. I get frustrated really quickly. That comes with me knowing I need to either really take care of myself. I really need to make sure that spiritually I'm aligned. I need to make sure that I've had enough rest, that I'm managing things in front of me. I was telling somebody I feel like I got ADHD, but... That's a whole nother story. And so Rosalind's capacity at times out of wanting to help or serve a lot of times, I'll overwhelm myself or want all these desired things when they don't really fit into what I'm trying to do. And so I'll put these high 32 ounce perspective on me. And really, I can only really carry eight ounces of something or a small amount of something at a time. And so when I talk about time management, a lot of times with clients, I really say like you have to be mindful of your capacity for a day, a week, a month, and understand that your ability to do all of these things can still happen. But how are you doing it at the pace that's that's um, going to be balanced for you, but also capacity wise, you're able to manage. And that's where I think a lot of times we get frustrated with and we self-sabotage because we feel like when we start something, how am I going to be able to add another thing to my plate? When you really have to look at how can I do this and work on it in pace where I don't feel like I have to get to the end goal tomorrow. Like for, for me, like I would love to like wake up tomorrow and be 15 pounds lighter instead of actually doing the work in pace to lose the weight. And so sometimes it's really making adjustments, lifestyle changes, a lot of different things go into this. And again, I'll go into this more a little bit on Thursday. So you'll be able to understand a little bit more of this. So make sure you sign up for the class. The third thing when it comes to balance is learning grace. And this can be a challenging one because it's really hard. I think sometimes for us that are high achievers, we are the ones that have basically been told to just go do it. Or we even have the feeling in our hearts that we want to achieve. 
that giving ourselves grace can be a challenge because we have never really been taught what does that actually practically look like. And there's a podcast I did on practically giving yourself grace that I'll link below for you all, um, where I talk a little bit more about how to practically do this. Like, how do I do this step by step? And this really goes into advocating for yourself, advocating for your needs, advocating for yourself and actually doing the things that are helpful to you, but also understanding and really shifting your perspective a lot on the way you view using your time, how you look at rest, how you look at moving things. And honestly, let me give this tea. Like, I think I've learned more about giving myself grace in this season because as an entrepreneur that's full-time, there's a different level of relying on God that I've had to have. And for Rosalind specifically, I am one that really likes to be in control or has had to like learn that I can't be in control of everything. And I'll be honest with y'all and say like, sometimes being in control makes you very prideful. It makes you want to put your needs above everybody else. Um, and you don't really have the chance to allow help to come. And, you know, we might say we like to get help, but we really, really like things done our way, our on our time and so on and so forth. And that's cool to a certain extent when God's trying to, at least for me, be my dad a lot. And I don't know what that looks like. It's really hard to like give myself grace because I never really grew up watching, you know, people give themselves grace or like just take a breather on things. And so I think what I've learned more so than anything is God has a funny way of making me realize that he's way bigger than what I, who I am and what I do. And I've always just continued to realize more than anything with learning to give myself grace is reminding myself what it looks like to actually rest in God. Spiritual context, but if I'm just talking practically, giving myself grace also means um, just really, really prioritizing rest, really, really prioritizing accountability and all these other things. Again, I will go into more detail about this on Thursday. Um, and so that's a way that you can learn how to gain balance is really learning to give yourself grace and really shifting your perspective on that. The fourth thing is routines and habits. This is the one, this is the one that gets us this. Okay. Anything that's going on is a direct byproduct of your routines and habits. However, I want to say this. And I mean this with the bottom of my heart. And I said this in the beginning of the podcast that this podcast is not a replacement for mental health counseling. So if you are someone who is experiencing um, debilitating or very paralyzing mental health challenges, whether it comes to depression, anxiety, you find that you have panic attacks and, you know, you can't you don't really want to get out of bed and you're feeling those things. Routines and you might get down on yourself for your quote unquote routines and habits, but really a a lot of times you might be really experiencing some mental health challenges that really, really require you to actually seek help. So I'm going to give this disclaimer on this point, but specifically because I'm really talking to us that are, that understand that our habits could be shifted. But if you're experiencing more mental health challenges that are causing you to feel really overwhelmed to the point of experiencing panic attacks. And that looks like your chest tightening and having a hard time breathing and like sweating and like really having high anxiety. I really recommend seeking therapy and finding a therapist that would be helpful for your needs. 
But getting into routines and habits, I really want to talk about how how important routines and habits are into our daily lives. I'll give a disclaimer on this. I was struggling actually today. Um, I've been kind of inconsistent with my time with God out of really January being really busy and trying to ease into the year. But also, I think so many different things have happened that weren't planned throughout this past month that I'll be able to tell y'all soon about that just kind of threw me off and it threw and I think I've been in limbo really pretty much since October and so I've been just feeling this craving to get in front of God but having those consistent feelings of shame and guilt of like God I haven't been prioritizing you God I haven't been putting you first I haven't been prioritizing my time with you that it's been really hard for me to like get into that mode of wanting to spend time with God. And so I was reminded by Holy Spirit, I feel like on Sunday of like going back to what works for me. And what works for me is like um, really writing my feelings down. And I have a journal I'm really excited about um, that I'm going to be releasing to you all sometime, probably in March or April that I use. And I've been using consistently um, for my time with God, but I'm really going to try to do it more consistently in February. Um, but I use it and it really helps me dig into my thoughts, confirm what's, what's God, who God has been to me and also really just focus on gratitude. And it's been a great practice for me to utilize. So I went back to that today and had a solid hour with God. And it was really, really interesting how much that shifted for me and just how my day went smoother And so when it comes to my routines and habits, especially when it comes to my time with God, for example, you know, that can get lost. And so I always, always press on clients that you got to use what works. And so routines and habits are individualized, but they really, really impact the way you show up. And so they also impact how you have balance, whether you have kids or you are individual by yourself, your routines and habits may progress over time. And if you have bad routines or bad habits, they're always going to show up over time. And so these are things to really maintain with maintaining balance, keeping in mind, because these are almost like a direct byproduct of how we are able to maintain balance over time. And then the last and final thing is boundaries. And this isn't just going with saying no. This has a lot more to do with boundaries with your time. And this goes into how you communicate with other people how you teach people how to treat you. Balance also with this and going with boundaries have a lot to do with the way you handle distractions. Um, One of the things that helped me during my time with God was putting my phone in the other room. Simple thing, like simple thing of just knowing that if I had this phone in my hand, I'm going to probably pick it up or feel tempted to pick it up and putting it completely out of my eyesight kept me in the place of wanting to stay focused Um, And just having boundaries, boundaries are like a very complex topic because they go into like how we handle with relationships, people, all of these things. But they also really go into how we have balance in our lives. And I think that when you're thinking about balance, you really have to be intentional about what you are experiencing. And so, again, just review your lifestyle, changing your perspective on capacity, learning grace, routines and habits, and boundaries. So quick episode, but I wanted to give this to you all. Again, if you are someone that is struggling with time management, and really what I've come to understand is that I really teach a lot around the mindset of time management, even giving you the strategies. 
because I've seen a lot of people who teach around this topic, but they really only kind of show you how to plan or like how to, you know, execute or things like that. I really want to give you all some value around what does that mean mindset wise? Um, and really mentally what, what comes up for you emotionally, what comes up for you? Because I think those become the stumbling blocks that stop us from actually taking steps. So I hope this episode was helpful to you. If you enjoyed it, take an extra 60 seconds and leave me a review. I get reviews. I love reading them. I love, love seeing y'all. And I also use them and I post them on my Instagram as well for therapy as a Christian. So you may end up seeing your review on my actual Instagram timeline. So please go ahead and share a review. If you also enjoyed the podcast and you know somebody else that would love to hear it, go ahead and share it with them. I'm actually going to be recording the podcast on YouTube soon. So go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube. The link will that for that will be also in the show notes. But before you do that, make sure you go ahead and sign up for my class completely free on February 10th at 7 uh, Central Standard Time. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I'll be talking about the four reasons why self-sabotage and procrastination might be impacting your discipline, productivity, and fulfillment. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I love you all, and we will be back next week for another one. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.